Here's a message from Ken Lavica. I know there's a lot of college football pride down here in this area. I know there's a lot of pride about the Miami Hurricanes, but I think it is time to reassess what makes a good Canes football season because the game has just passed the program by. Coquel hit the open. On your mark. Get set. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Miami Hurricanes football is dead, as a former prominent player puts it, but its best days are probably behind it, and perhaps the prospects of ever competing for a national championship are indeed dead. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. It is a Tuesday in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillip Point Towers, right off of the rainy and uh, frustratingly congested traffic intracoastal. We are on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker, hey Alexa, hey Siri, hey Google, play ESPN 106.3. Uh, Coquel, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but I think now we need to have a serious discussion and we need to expand on it. What exactly is Miami Hurricanes football, and how do we get the Canes fan base to a point where they're not furious every single season that the Canes underperform. And why are the Canes underperforming? Because there's a section of the Miami Hurricanes fan base that still believes that they should be competing for national championships. And when you go through... The amount of time, one decade for me is probably an indication that there are problems. Two decades is when you finally have to realize, hey, we're not what we once were. And it's starting, I think, to be driven home to the Miami Hurricanes fan base in all of college football because this is a discussion for all of college football, whether you're a Florida State fan that hates Miami, and right now you have no room to talk whether you're a Florida fan that can't stand Miami, whether you're a college football fan that loves the brand and remembers the swagger of the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s, this is a legitimate discussion because Miami is always going to be relevant. Miami Hurricanes football is always going to be relevant because of the brand, because of the history. But you can have the history and be relevant while also trying to keep yourself from living in the past. And that's what Miami has become as a fan base and as a program. You live in the past, and that tends to cloud what your reality actually is. Leon Searcy, Miami Hurricanes Hall of Famer, he was on 1010XL in Jacksonville yesterday. And this is what he had to say about the current state of the Miami program coming off of that loss on Saturday to Michigan State, the latest in what's an increasing crisis mode for Manny Diaz. Here's Leon Searcy. Big Searce, 
just popped off a second ago. Uh, and the Miami Hall of Famer said uh, Hurricane football is uh, what? Yeah, D-E-A-D. No toughness, no grit, no get after it, no physicalness. No, it, uh, on both sides of the ball, offensively and de- defensively. And if I see another freaking turnover chain or pulling out the rings when you're down by freaking 20 points, I'm going to light the damn suitcase on fire. Leon Searcy's not the only former great Kane, I don't think, to hold those thoughts. Miami Hurricanes aren't dead. They're going to live forever because, again, the brand. Because they were the coolest thing going in a sport for a long period of time. That resonates, at least through the next 30, 40 years. But I think it's time to start coming to the realization that the days of Miami competing for national championships, they're done. Modern-day college football does not make it a conducive environment for a small private school in Coral Gables, Florida, to compete for a national championship. A private school that does not have an on-campus stadium. A private school that, if you talk to anybody around the program, has decided that athletics is not nearly as important as it once was. Especially the football program. And so it's nice to have it, and it's a revenue generator, and it's a way to get kids into a position where they can realize an NFL dream. That still happens. They're still recruiting the talent in this recruiting rich area that gets them to the NFL. But competing, paying the amount of money you need to pay for the right coach, the facilities, the resources, it's just not happening. They're not going to compete for a national championship. So it's time to start reconfiguring what you deem successful for Miami. For me, if Miami becomes a team that once or twice a decade wins the Coastal and gets to an ACC championship game, maybe wins a massive game on the road, beats a top 25 team once every two or three seasons, that becomes successful for you. Honestly, Miami football... If they become Virginia or UCLA, that should be the new standard for the Canes. And it's going to make a lot of your lives, for those of you who are Hurricanes fans, a lot easier and a lot less stressful and a lot less furious. Because, Coquel, every season we're seeing the same thing. Bad loss at home. Bad loss on the road in the ACC. Can't beat. Virginia Tech can't beat Wake Forest, finishes with three loss in ACC play, and it's anger, and it's this coach sucks, these guys aren't good enough, when are we going to get back to our former glory? And it's been the same cycle, the same discussion for 15 years. We've got to stop this discussion and finally face reality. For me, the new success should be once or twice a decade get to an ACC title game. What should the new standard of success be for Miami? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. What should the new standard of success be for Miami? Because a national championship, it ain't it. And the longer you keep telling yourself it's a national championship, the more miserable you're going to make yourself. 
It's time to stop living in the past and live in reality. Manalik's in Port St. Lucie. Manalik, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Manalik? Hey, what's up, Ken? Um, sorry to change your topic for a you're minute here, but um, um, like last year, I predicted on Jack Cohen, the home team, that Tom Brady was going to win the Super Bowl. Now, I'm going to make it on your show. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are going to win the, the Super Bowl if Lamar is not hurt. All right. You heard the first year on ESPN. All right. Metalik, our NFL oracle, appreciate the prediction. He called it last year. Tom Brady, he went on a limb and said Tom Brady was going to win a Super Bowl. He did it. So Metalik is going all in that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl this year. I'm all for Lamar winning a title. Let's just get that out there. I've been saying it for a long time. Once he wins one, they'll say, why can't you win two? But still, I'm all for it. But I'm also all for callers just doing their own show around your show. I, I, know, kinda, call, I do call like with that. Any, any topic you want. You just call in and, and interrupt You know Ken. what? I'm going to keep talking about the Canes. And if you want to call in and present any topic you want to talk about, Not let's just do it that way. Just, just give us your statement. Yeah. Uh, we'll just we'll just let you guys do your own thing. It'll be a potpourri Tuesday. I'm going to still talk about the Canes. Yeah. Because that's what I want to talk about. And my name's on that's the show, your show. And I've got the show. Metal League's doing his show. You're doing your show. Feel free to call 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can do your own show while I do my show. Okay? I'll put you through. You can do your own show while I do my show. If you want to react to what I'm talking about, great. If you want to do your own show, just do it. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. So, the, the Hurricanes, they, they don't have the resources now to go get Elaine Kiffin. I've seen that suggested on social media by Canes fans. Oh, we can go get Lane. We want that guy. Uh, not quite. Okay. He's not leaving Ole Miss. Ole Miss can absolutely, Ole Miss can absolutely pay Lane way more than what Miami can. You think that you're going to go entice some of the biggest coaches in the sport to come to UM? Why? Why? Mario Cristobal, that's another one that's going to come up. And Coquel, I think that Miami already had their chance at Mario Cristobal. I think there's the potential for a burn bridge there. And so, again, you're not going to do better than what you currently have. Miami is not a destination job any longer because there's no longer the allure of TV. Every school's on TV now. Every conference has a TV deal now. There's no longer the, we compete for national championships. You haven't competed for a national championship since 2001. Also, the world has gotten a lot smaller. So in recruiting, Nick Saban can show up at your school and then be back in Alabama in a day. Nick Saban can then, while on the helicopter ride, FaceTime and Zoom, which everyone is so used to, with someone on the West Coast while he's in Miami stealing the players out of this area. There's no more state of Miami. That doesn't exist anymore. You're right, Coquel. Everyone's too mobile for that to be the case. And every other school comes down here and picks this area apart in recruiting. Palm Beach. Broward, Miami, Treasure Coast, Treasure Coast, 772-561-954-305. They all get picked apart by every other school in the country. There is no longer an electric fence around this area. 
Miami, is it a recruiting advantage because of where it is? Resources-wise, and that's what matters. Resources-wise, that's where they fall short, and that's why they're just not going to hang any longer. And that's okay. That's okay. But we need to lower the expectations. I'm fine with the Miami Hurricanes beating a couple of top 25 teams every couple of seasons, winning a big road game. And I'm going to have to look. I did not do this. It's been forever since Miami won a big, legitimate road game. We have to actually find. It might have been. It might be a decade at this point. Um. And you get to the ACC title game once or twice a decade. Stop thinking national championship. It's not realistic anymore. What's the new expectation for Miami? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Port St. Lucie. It's the Tony Show on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Tony? Oh, not much. I, I'm a diehard Hurricane fan. Uh, my cousin Devin played for them. And, you know, everything was good then. But I think Miami, uh, their destination is, is, is with the culture that they changed after uh, Larry Coker mm-hmm. was fired and, 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 and all of these uh, probation things. They changed the culture. Miami used to let players go out there and play, play. the rules they played, and they were great. Yeah. Now, I go back and I'll tell you this, and if you can remember this, when Brad Kyer first came in his very first year mm-hmm. under Al Golden, mm-hmm. Brad Kyer just threw that ball and they played football. And then the, the next pull Brad Kyer in and try to make him a pocket passer. That's not Brad Kyer. He, he, he did great in high school. They are passing up on quarterbacks. They passed up on Teddy Bridgewater. They passed up on Lamar Jackson. And look at those guys. They're in the NFL, quarterbacks in the NFL. We hadn't had a quarterback, what, Ken Dorsey, and then he went into, what, sixth round? But that's because of the culture with the coaches. If Miami is going to try to compete for a national championship, they need to go and get more experienced coaches. It's not about the players. The players got the talent. The coaches just don't have the coaching uh, uh, experience. So if we get that fixed, they may be able to go again for a national championship. So, you know, maybe bring Jimmy Johnson out of retirement. I don't know. I don't I think care, Jimmy's people like that. I think Jimmy <laughs> likes his his uh, his cushy TV gig and the restaurant in uh, in Key Largo. And I, his boat. And his boat, exactly. Appreciate the call, Tony. I mean, Coquel, I, I kind of defer to you on coaching things. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, Al Golden was not a success. Randy Shannon was not a success. Uh, Manny Diaz is increasingly unsuccessful. Is there just a coaching issue at Miami because it also seems like yeah you can go get the four and five star skill position players but what does that mean if you're not filling the right holes I think what Tony was more saying with the coaching also is they seem to be hiring guys I guess Rick doesn't really fall into it but like a Manny is in his first job he needs this job he wants this job they almost need someone who doesn't care anymore like an Urban Meyer who can leave after at any point I'm not saying Urban to, to Miami but just someone where the job is just another job to him where I'm going to do it my way. I don't care what administration says. Let me get back to the players doing whatever they want. We can mm-hmm. get a little reckless. We can bend the rules. Because if I get fired, it really doesn't mean anything to me anyway. You're going to pay my buyout, then I'm gone. Yeah. Where there's a little bit more of a looseness because they do seem to want to rein the players in and not be the Miami of old. But I hate to tell you, the only thing you have is the, is Miami, the Miami of, of old. old. That's what you keep going back to. Because they, well, they don't have the campus. They don't have the stadium. Yes, the Hard Rock Stadium's nice, but it's not a college stadium. No. It's not connected to and the they, campus. And they tried their best to, like, own it. And that's fine, but and that it, only goes so far. And, again, it's the you don't have the kids living. Like, you go, you watch these games on game day, 
the campus, the dorm rooms mm-hmm. flood out to game day. You don't have that environment here. You don't have the normal college life. Yes, you can have, say you have South Beach and you have Miami and you have this and that, but kids also want to go to college and live in a college town, not an adult town like Miami. So I think that hurts them as well. And when your only thing you're hanging on to is championship swagger and you're not a championship team anymore, you're just going to be angry because well, you can't have your you swagger and then be a mid middle of the well, road team. You also can't have that you swagger and be overly concerned about optics. Yes, and and I you know did Miami need to improve the optics in their mind? Yeah, and it was probably a good decision from a university standpoint. Was it good for the football program? Probably not. I wish Manny would go back to being defensive coordinator, Manny, as the head coach because he's more buttoned up. He he acts a little bit different as the head coach, and I think that's affecting the program. You know, you got to your dream job. Just go out and do it your way before it's too late. Uh, and I guess I'm curious, too, and I want to get to uh, to Terrence. And by the way, uh, just like Menelik did right at the onset of the show, uh, feel free. Uh, I'm going to still talk Canes, but you can do your own show. He he wanted to call talk about the Ravens winning the Super Bowl while I was talking about the Canes. That's good. And, That's his, good. Pred- and his prediction on Jack Cohen and the home team. <laughs> J- and Jack Cohen. And the, uh, so apparently the host of the home team is also the Notre Dame quarterback right now. Jack Cohen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Good yeah. job. A, a, a very, very dual purpose. Well yeah. done. Um, so, uh, mentally put it all on the table. So, I am opening this up because I'm a man of the people. You can do your own show. I'm going to talk to Keynes. I'll do my show. You do your show. What is the new, what should the new expectation for Miami be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at ESPN West. Paul, let's go to Riviera Beach. Let's talk to Terrence. What's up, Terrence? Hey, how's it going, man? I love your show. I love your show. Appreciate First of all, as a, as a true Hurricane fan, we need to apologize to Mark Rick very carefully mm-hmm. because we allowed Manny Diaz to be a distraction with his entitlement. Explain. Mark Rick won, he won four games his first year mm-hmm. at the last-minute drives that he overachieved with all those freshmen he played. Mm-hmm. He brought the turnover chain out. Yes, it was a good momentum. We should allow him to finish his group to do four years and see a senior class. A lot of these kids that Manny Diaz has, Mark Rick recruited. He should have had the opportunity to graduate and grow those kids. And unfortunately, he overachieved that first year. The second season, he lost four games at the last minute. Now, we have to go ahead and get rid of Manny Diaz. Don't even let him coach anything. They got this guy next door by the name of Butch Davis that we need to bring back from FIU and bring that swag back. Butch put us back on the map. And we had a hard time. Let's go get Butch Davis. All right, Terrence, He's right next door. Terrence, let me unpack a couple of things here. Uh, Mark Richt, okay. I, I, it's beginning to seem like he probably left coaching because he was starting to feel the early effects of the Parkinson's disease. If I were to guess, that probably, because he was talking about how he felt fatigued and felt tired, I don't think that was an institutional decision. I feel like that okay. was more of a he was starting to deteriorate situation. And okay. so, Terrence, okay. you know, you know very well, I'm an FAU guy. I'm a Florida Atlantic guy okay. through and through. You know this. So, uh, your okay. Butch Davis point, you're not the only Canes fan to feel this way, okay? But I do know that Florida Atlantic, over the last five years, has beaten Butch Davis like a drum over and over and over and over again. I would I would be careful what you wish for with Butch and, again, living in the past like you did with Butch right there because Butch is not what he used to be. Butch Davis is clearly well, not what he used well, to be. Well, to, Butch, to Butch's credit, he lost, he lost to Lane Kiffin. Let's be clear here. He lost Big. to Lane Kiffin. Yeah. I guarantee they play again tomorrow. FIU beats uh, FAU. Uh, 
Uh, when, well, when do they play this year? FIU has more more bowl games than University of Miami, and that's what we need to get this get back to bowl competitiveness. If we can get back to bowl competitiveness, I think that would be a start of just sure. winning the Coastal Division sure. and getting to the ACC title game. And that's that's the that's the new you. We got plenty of talent. We got guys like Amari Carter that should have been playing linebacker since the day he walked on campus, not free safety. He's a jaw-jacking knockout hitter, and we need to put players where they need to play it. Yeah. Manny Diaz has this entitlement and is filtering all the way through his, his players. Yeah, I, and we need players to understand that, hey, when you come to the rest of Miami, you don't get a job because who you know and who you related to. Let's get a coach in there that's not afraid like the Mac Browns. Or, see what Mac Brown did at the University of North Carolina? He's making them and sending first-round draft picks to the NFL and doing a wonderful job turning that program he out. He is doing a we very good job. We need coaches like Matt Brown, Terry Bowden, if we can get Terry Bowden back out of the lane, because he hasn't really done nothing since you. Oh, sorry, I uh, I think I may have. Uh, sorry about that, Terrence. Appreciate the call. Uh, Terry Bowden's at Louisiana Monroe. I think that Miami Hurricanes fans would uh, completely revolt. They need Lou Holtz. <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, Butch Davis, by the way. Um, last year he faced Willie Taggart in FAU, so it wasn't just Lane. And Willie beat the brakes off him, too. <laughs> okay? So, I know that we like to make Willie a punchline, and Willie's my guy, and I will go to battle for Willie at any point, ever. Um, I still think Willie's a very good coach, but Canes fans want to make him a punchline. Um, Willie, Willie beat the all-living hell out of Butch last year, too. And he's going to do it again next weekend uh, in the Shula Bowl. Okay? Like, that's just the reality. I know, to bring that up. I love the call by Terrence. A very informed call. I love informed phone calls. But the, the guy they need to bring back, you want to be true Canes? Not bring back. You know who they should get? Who? Art Bryles. <laughs> just don't care. Just be Canes. You want to not care? Bring it. If Art you Bryles. want to go back to the days of swagger and it not caring about what the authorities think, the... the Coaching out in high school oh. and wherever he's coaching, uh-huh. bringing Kendall Bryles with him, Coach Kendall. Get them all here. Let's go. Bring that back. That would be Kane's country, baby. Well, since we're, we're focused on the head coaches, it's a legitimate discussion. Is Miami even a destination job anymore? Yeah, the location's great. Fine. But in the pantheon of college football, where you know you're going to go and you're going to compete and you're going to be able to do something, is it a destination job? Like is, is, and I know that, that Willie left Oregon for Florida State. I know Kane's fans are saying, see, we can get Mario Cristobal to come to Miami. Is at this point now, is that even something Mario Cristobal would be interested in? He has a better chance at competing for a national championship at Oregon than he does Miami. Yeah, but it, it comes back to coming home. Like, that's the only reason. They had their chance. But I'm saying, if Mario Cristobal wasn't him where he played and he was just some other coach who played somewhere else and was from somewhere else, then he's not going to leave there like, to go He's Miami. the prize, though, right? Like, Canes fans should be pining for Mario they Cristobal. They need someone who wants to come home. It's the only... It's not... Which proves your point. It's not a destination unless you have that prior connection. You have, the, you have a connection. You have roots in this place. And he may say, well, I have all this Nike money <laughs> in Oregon. Yeah, it's great. I'm going to come home. But what's then my legacy going to be? Because I don't have that kind of money. I don't have those facilities. I don't have those yeah. kind of resources. Like, it's cool. The Adidas stuff, the branding, the logo, the tradition, that's cool. All that stuff with Miami is cool. Miami's endlessly cool and will forever be the coolest college football program, in my opinion. Not even a question, but can you win? And the answer is... If you hire our Bryles. <laughs> the answer is occasionally. Occasionally. And I love Terrence. And Terrence, I appreciate you calling. I'm telling you, and just take my word for it, okay? One, one Kane supporter to a hardcore Canes fan. 
Butch Davis is unequivocally not your answer. Okay? Just just not. And come to the Shula Bowl and see Willie Taggart prove to you why Butch Davis is not your answer. October 2nd at FAU Stadium, 866-FAU-ALS for tickets. How long Ticket Tuesday starts next week? <laughs> Exciting right. stuff on Kellen uh, right. That's right. Um, how long till we're going to switch teams? Knowles fans start calling for Coach Prime to be the head coach of Florida State. You know that's coming. <laughs> you know that it that's coming. It happened before Norvell, Norvell was hired. They wanted Deion Sanders. Really? Yes. Like rational people? Not rational people. There wasn't a huge or like swelling of support. Twitter people. Twitter people. Oh, yeah. But I think it's but it was there. It existed. It was in the, ether, the I, ethos. Of now it. that he's doing commercials with Saban. Huh? The ether, right? Ether, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Ethos. The ethernet cord. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Now that he's doing commercials with Saban, dopes like me and you are like, oh, he's on the same level as Saban. Him, Saban, and the Duck. One of them should coach the Knowles. <laughs> now, Coach Duck would be legit. Uh, cool. Isn't that their coach now? <laughs> oh, man. I I just... I. I, I, I hate seeing Canes fans so frustrated and so angry every year because it's the same cycle every year. You're going to be angry because the only thing you're hanging on your hat on is championship swagger, and it's hard to have that be your, your legacy, but also knowing that you can never reach it. Yeah. They, until they get top quarterback recruits, they'll never reach it, and that's what it's going to take. And I don't know when they're going to get top quarterback Good point. Recruits. They could have had Lamar. Easily could have had Lamar. Lamar didn't even take a damn visit to Louisville and committed to Louisville. I'll go with Jamie and Sherwood, who he'll tell you he loved Auburn through and through. He wanted to go to Miami. He's playing starting linebacker for the Jets right now. Uh, Barry Jackson, the Miami Herald, did a great job today in the Miami Herald of talking about the 2017-2018 recruiting classes and what they've done. Yikes. For all of those four and five stars, it has been mediocre at best. Maybe it is an identifying talent thing. It very well could be. And once you get them there, even with their shortcomings, they're unable to maximize them. They also seem to only go after guys, and I know this from being inside the recruiting process, guys who were Canes guys from day one. And if you waver a little bit, they won't go there. But guess what? The top prospects who have top opportunities, they're going to waver. They're going to look at other places. They'll drop you at Miami if you start looking at other places. I just, you look at the last decade with Miami, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get to a break here. And you can still weigh in. What we is do breaks. The, uh, what, is, what, is, what should be the, the new expectation for Miami? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And again, I'm on board with finally picking up a big road win at some point. Uh, once or twice every decade going to an ACC title game and beating a couple of top 25 teams every couple of seasons. I'm good with that, and that's what the new expectation should be because this is unsustainable. The amount of vitriol that's pointed towards the program because there's too much living in the past and not enough recognition of reality, it's starting to become a little bit crazy. It's starting to become a little bit uncomfortable. But think about it. You've tried the former all-time great player in Randy Shannon. Didn't work. You tried the disciplinarian with the tie in Al Golden. Didn't work. You went and got the hot shot coach who was competing for SEC titles at Georgia and Mark Richt. That was good. You got unlucky. He started to get sick. And again, I'm assuming, but I think you can connect the dots on that. He departed. But there was even there was even some some angst starting there, too, because they didn't have a great follow-up in year three to Rick's year two. And then you keep the heralded defensive coordinator, the young guy, the young Cuban guy who brings out the turnover chain. He's going to bring back the swagger. And look how that's turned out. And then you also go and get 
the best quarterback transfer on the market. You also get the hottest offensive coordinator name on the market from SMU to run this new age spread offense. How has all of that worked out? You're running out of different ways to try and get back to winning. Besides Art Bryles, the other solution could be stick with Manny and let him learn. Like, there's not enough of that in the coaching world at all. Like, let coaches let fail through. and then learn, and then they'll be better on the other side of it. Make it a 10-year plan and go through. I know people don't have patience for that, but how else is someone going to become a good head coach if you haven't done it before? Mm-hmm. Let him learn, let him recover, and let's see what happens. It's another thing. The lack of patience at Miami is um, unrealistic. Become that program where he's the guy everyone knows about, and maybe he can be the lovable guy in 20 years, and everybody loves Manny Diaz because he is the Miami Hurricanes. That has to happen at some point in some of these schools, this quick three-year turnarounds. You're never going to sustain anything. Once the pressure starts coming, that's when coaches say weird things like Manny Diaz did on Saturday where he's like, oh, uh, my pitch to recruits, come be the solution. Bro, you're too far into this to be saying, hey, come in and be the solution. You should have already found some of those solutions. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, they put people in the sports industry. Jared Romance, he is an alum of the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. He has been named to the staff at the ACC. He was previously with the University of Miami, and the Orange Bowl. And now Jared Romance, who got his MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic, is employed at the ACC. Uh, Annette Medalli, uh, she works at Wake Forest. She has her MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic. Dustin Gray, he's at Pitt. Dakota Wilson, Duke. I'm telling you, the ACC in and of itself is populated with a bunch of ultra-successful FAU MBA sport management program recipients because they teach you at FAU in that MBA sport management program what it takes to get into the sports industry. So don't take it just from me. Those names I mentioned, they're the proof. It's the FAU MBA sport management program. Sign up for spring semester classes now on campus or remote. But this is how you get into the sports industry. It doesn't matter the age, and it doesn't matter uh, where you're at. If you have another career, you can do this. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Real quick, let's go to Boca. Jordan is in Boca. Jordan, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jordan? Hey, Ken. How are we doing today? Good, man. Yeah, man, I'm totally with you, man. I think uh, Kane fans got to wake up and smell the roses. I mean, you got to look at schools like FAU, UCF, FIU. I mean, these schools are investing tens of millions of dollars into athletic villages, into the mm-hmm. complexes, into just, you know, improvements in their facilities. I mean, what's Miami doing? Yeah. And, like, you know, you got schools like FAU. I mean, in the near future, I mean, like, like they could easily overtake Miami. And you got schools like UCF that already they might have. have. They I have. Mean. They definitely have. And that's a great point because at FAU, and I can speak to it the best with FAU, but that football stadium on campus spawned the, the new dorms and the new condos on campus and everything with the campus from there sort of came and was planned around the stadium, making that the centerpiece. That's where the emphasis came. You're exactly right with UCF, centralized location, everything built around that, and now UCF is off to the Big 12. Miami, what, what, where, where is that? And that's fine because they have sent their resources in different directions with the university, but from a football standpoint, that's where you have to temper what you actually expect from them. 
Yep. Appreciate the call, Jordan. All right, I thought there was going to be more coming from that. But uh, you want to fill in the blank there from Jordan? Great point, Ken. Cool. You're so smart. Is that what you're looking yeah, for? Yeah, that was excellent. Oh, that was really well done. Jordan, thank you. <laughs> uh, appreciate the call. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. When we return, yeah, Lamar Jackson, he's... Uh, He's pretty legit in case you had any questions about that. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.